All righty, we right now here we go. We are live right now. I am here with a very special guest of mine, Michael Prediger. He has his a podcast of his own, but also this is Steve Zekas, host of Dominate the Deal, the Sinatra Suave. As I said, my guest here is Michael Prediger. He is starting his own podcast right now, and he's a man that I admire, I respect greatly for his mission and what he does. He's a host of his podcast that helps startups get their own businesses up and running, but he doesn't just focus on the numbers and the analytics of everything. He really gets into your core values, your mission, and how you can prepare for success along down the road. He is very inspirational. I think he has a great message and story that he wants to share with everybody. Michael, welcome to Dominate the Deal. Thanks, Stephen. Um, I like the introduction very much. And uh, yeah, great to be here. It's been a pleasure, man. And thank you for coming on. But just to give people an idea of a little bit about you, man, I, it's my understanding that you live in Germany right now, correct? Yes, I'm in Germany. Um, about 40 kilometer, uh, 40, 40 minutes east of uh, Frankfurt, which almost the people know, uh, in a little village in the countryside. But uh, yeah, in, in the green, uh, directly in the middle of the nature in a, in a small village with 5,000 people only. That's incredible. And I bet you probably get this question all the time, but one of the things on my bucket list is I've always wanted to go to Oktoberfest in Germany. And I, I was just wondering, like, when, whenever you tell people that you're from Germany, like, do they always tell you, oh, shit, man, Oktoberfest, like, tell me about Oktoberfest. Do you get that all the time? Uh, I guess that's, that's typically American. Um, so the, the, most, the most interesting thing for them seems to be in Germany, really, the Oktoberfest. And I uh, guess you're going to laugh because I've never been at the Oktoberfest. Really? Because I don't like to be to be uh, in the middle of thousands of people, um, so you you bring me on the border already uh, going to Disneyland with a family uh, <laughs> in a row with hundred people. I got you. <laughs> I got you, and th that um, I would say that kind of helps get an idea of like who you are because you're not doesn't seem like you're very like oh shit I'm. A, just drop me in the middle of 10,000 people and get going. You prefer to get people, you know, in smaller groups, but you really want to dive deep into people, who they are. You want to get to know their story, some of their core values and what some of their beliefs in. And I think that's what I really like about you. You know, we've had a converse, ongoing conversation for a while. And one of the things I was able to do with you and you with me was we've been able to get really in deep about you know philosophy about life and where we want to go what our ambitions and goals are for life and i gotta say you know it, we've had some great conversations yes and uh, yeah you're right um it's more about uh, small groups and um, um diving deeper with, with with some people um but to, to be on stage in, in front of uh, some hundred or some thousand people, it's it's far out of my comfort zone. I've been several times on stage with 200, 300 people, and uh, yeah, one of the one of the things 
for my podcast uh, is as well um, to overcome these fear, staying in front of, of, of masses, talking to them as, as, we do, uh, as we do talk to each other. Yeah, a lot of that's going to be one of my first questions for you. A lot of people have trouble getting outside of their comfort zone. What are some things that you do, not just for yourself, but also advice for like entrepreneurs, right? Because one of the things entrepreneurs, we entrepreneurs got to do is, you know, always get out of our comfort zone, right? What are some things that you suggest people do just to kind of put themselves out there more and really get outside of their comfort zone, build some confidence? It's mainly being honest with yourself. So um, there, are, there are a couple of motivational videos I, uh, I'm consuming sometimes. And um, so, so one of them is um, the comfort zone is not your friend, it's your enemy. If you're in the comfort zone and you stay there, you're getting lazy. And um, so if you're, if you're trying to, to hide in your comfort zone, uh, life's going to get uncomfortable. And so either you choose where you go to, where, you, where, you, where you're bending the edge and where you push, where you leave your comfort zone, or life is going to organize it for you. So that, that's why either you choose it yourself or life's going to, to choose it. And that, that was more or less as well my personal experience. And um, yes, that's mainly, mainly thinking about yourself, thinking about uh, the own weaknesses, being really honest to yourself. And if you see where, you, where you're weak, if you're looking in the mirror and, and if you can answer that, then you see immediately where you, where you have your, your barriers, your, your borders, you can't cross that. I'm, I'm a person focusing more on the strength to develop, develop them instead of uh, covering some, 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 some weaknesses. But some you have to do because some mistakes you do um, can cost you everything. So that's why you have to avoid the, the major mistakes. And um, that's as well what I would like to, to give to, to young people, young entrepreneurs. Um, so, so my approach is mainly a kind of, of uh, therapy for, for myself. It's uh, going out of my comfort zone uh, because I would like to, to continue developing. Um, sometimes I have the thought I'm late already with middle forties and with a family in the back. And yeah, just, just That's admiring what... some, some, some people seeing the result of some people which are, which are 10 years younger than me. And they show me how business is going to get created. And uh, I'm, I'm just staying there open, with an open mouth and don't bring out a word. That's a lot there. But that's also like, that's some great insight. And one of the things that I really took away from all that you threw at me, and thank you for sharing with that, all that with me, by the way. But one of the things I really want to kind of hone in on was you said you got to be honest with yourself. And I think, do you think that's one of the reasons why entrepreneurs like most entrepreneurs today seem to fail at a much higher rate that they did back then just because there's so many opportunities out there that we can do where it's like people almost just instead of committing to one thing they kind of just bounce around thinking that they can just do it all at once 
you know what I mean? Like really, I think it kind of hones in on just, you know, being honest with yourself and, you know, I'd like to get your thoughts and some feedback on that. What do you think about that? Um, so that there are many things and, and I'm having these discussion quite, quite often. So what, what are the major, major mistakes startups can do? And, um, or what are the major failures? Why startups don't succeed? And, um, so we, we got a couple of, couple of, of, of insights from, from various startups. And one indeed is the, the self picture the entrepreneur has from himself or herself. Um, because if they, if they stop touching the ground and, um, if they, if they lose the connection to to the ground, to the people around uh, he's work he or she is working with, and losing losing connection to their clients, so then it's uh, it's it's highly dangerous, and that's that's exactly what I did with a, with the first company I founded. Uh, I was still at school, I was eighteen, and working for advertising uh, companies. Um, they just they just took the shift from from drawing everything by hand, and they bought some horribly expensive Windows PCs, not even Macintosh, but Windows PC uh, with 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 software on it, and they had no clue how to handle it, neither uh, the IT nor how to handle software. And I've been teaching the graphic designer. Uh, I've been working for them, and I earned. Uh, an extreme amount of, of, of money. So um, I, I didn't tell my parents because they, they would they would get crazy because with half of the time I earned a double of, of my parents together. And um, so, but but I, I started to think, hey, that's a cool game. And I didn't didn't take anything serious. And so so these these not taking things serious brought me the situation to overspend to not recognizing when I need to get the next client. So I felt in the hole, I continued spending, and then I created my personal disaster. So the first, the first ones of, of, of uh, what I created. And so, great example on my side, for, for, for one of the mistakes, another topic is, is of course, the financial side. Um, you, need, you need to have, to have a solid investment base but there is a, it's a clear discussion. What should you do? Should you start really, really uh, pragmatic from from very small, from a small, very small business, which is which is uh, not which not needs a huge investment, and you can do it yourself or or with a business angel, or should you should you hunt for for a VC? And uh, VCs, they have their metrics, they, they have their KPIs, um, they, they lend some money and um, they, they uh, lend it to, to 20 companies with the idea, hey, one of them is, is, is probably a great invest, two or three are average, and the rest is crap, we're going to lose the money. So uh, let's say more or less two to three companies max will have to cover all the invest. And uh, so that, that's why they thread them on on quarterly basis for 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 the numbers, and so they lose the the view for long term investment for for, for long term development, and they are just 
just uh, getting a kind of, of, of money machine, but uh, losing their, their ideals, what they wanted to do, why they wanted to develop the company and why they wanted to develop the business. And so they, they get a slaves of the financials. So it's, it's quite, quite hard to decide what's the right way. And one of the, one of the topics why startups fail is um, the, the team, which is, which is driving um, the startup. So on one hand side, the, 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 the knowledge, but um, that's, that's uh, not, not in most cases the point or the, the difficult thing. It's um, one, one of the, the people from the founders, if there are a couple of, um, has, to, has to be the CEO, has to has the last word. And uh, so you're, you're fighting with your friends and uh, having a company together is, is worse than being married. So it's, it's a closer relationship than with your wife. And you have to talk about everything yeah. while you don't need to talk about everything at home necessarily. Um, so it's on one hand side, the fight with, with your friends and partners and partly friends become enemies because, because they see different directions. They, they prefer different ways. And um, that's one thing. And the second thing in the team is, um, and uh, I, I went recently um, to the process with, with two small groups of founders because I'm, I'm, I'm mentoring um, some, some startups, but not, not as a business, just, just to help them because it's, it, it feels good for me. Um, and it's a kind of training as well. Um, so it's, it's um, talking to all the people separately. So in one case, there are four founders. And um, if you're talking separately to all the four, they describe four different companies. If you ask them for their goals, the way they want to reach it. So it's not even the why is different, the, the what is different and the how as well. And so that's, that's explosive stuff. And uh, so people have to get clear or extremely clear where they are where they want to go to, why they want to go to, to that direction and not to a different one. And so that's, these are, these are the, main, the main things. Yes, of course, um, you mentioned one thing is as well, there are so many opportunities around and um, you could lose, lose focus. Yes, so focus is important. But um, let, me, let, me, let me describe it in that way. Um, the business case, is not is not uh, hammered in stone, because because things are developing quite quite fast, especially um, now today. Yes, uh, depending what industry you're in, and uh, you have to to be reactive, um, but you need to decide wise. You need to to look at all the opportunities around, and you you have to to look and to adjust your, your, your goals and your targets. But uh, you need to do it wisely and uh, not, not losing, losing the wider view in, 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 in your tactics. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, you know, you talked about that, that that's a lot right there for people to absorb. I mean, you know, you started your first company at 18 years old and 
you, you know, you're this creative sales and, you know, marketing guy, but you're, you're always still growing. You transform from this little 18 year old German kid, you know, just on his way to becoming a man. And, and you're still growing because now you want to give back and really help these startups. It seems like you really want to help them, you know, cut out the mistakes so that these young upcoming people can catch stride and really start to scale their businesses and become more successful. I, I really admire that, but you know, you have this mindset where you got to know your why, your what, and how, and because you've dealt with so many startups, you mentioned that people's why, people's what, and people's how differs. But do you think it differs just because they're, spiritual approach is a little different like do you think spirituality have you found that the people that you've mentored are big spiritual people or whenever you brought these people into mentor they eventually started adopting some of your you know your practices and your philosophies with respect to spirituality just give me some feedback on that because i'd really like to know more about how you perceive entrepreneurship and if entrepreneurship and spirituality are essentially one and the same well um so i think i think you only can can grow a company um if you continuously grow yourself so you can't you can't drive a company grow it while you're staying at the place where you are so the whole world is developing if you don't it means you're going backwards so you need to develop and um, that's that's one thing. But um, for for your personal development, there's a, there are certain points where you need to develop as well as spiritually. And I I got the got the experience that people which are not completely spiritual, not not esoteric, uh, just just slightly spiritual with a, with a strong belief, they have a clearer mindset they have clearer values for themselves and um, they have a different way to interact with other people and to be more respectful sure sure and it, it almost seems like people these days to in, in order to get themselves a positive mindset they think that's too pie in the sky it almost feels like you know, you don't have to be completely spiritual, as you mentioned, but I think part of it's being aware and always wanting to grow. I feel like some people out there just, they almost are inside their head too much. Like they, they have too many limiting beliefs for them to like move forward. So do you believe that, do you believe that it's mindset over matter? Or do you think that if you take action enough times, you're eventually going to adopt the right mindset to become successful. Yeah, there are various, various topic combined in your question. Um, yes, uh, I, I believe there is mind over matter, but um, it's, it's not necessarily the case that you, that you, that you need to go so far. Um, let me let me make it easy describing it with my own head. Um, so I'm I'm a restless restless person, and um, 
I, I, I never get it managed uh, to to calm down and uh, and uh, I'm I'm always uh, fighting um, and I'm always uh, pushing as good as I can, no, no matter what what health is saying. And so this is this is uh, holding me back at the moment. Um, but being a restless person means as well. So my thoughts are there. Are so many information I'm. I'm, I'm grabbing and all the con conversations. I'm, I'm reading a lot. Uh, I'm reading a lot of books and and, and so on. And, uh, I, I try to push all this in a in a limited time frame, and my thoughts starting starting to to do a race in my head, and um, so ten thoughts simultaneously start a race, and uh, uh, it's just just the one in the leading position is just appearing. And until it's getting overtaken by the next one, and this is going to to make you mad, and you can't take clear decisions if you have having too many thoughts at the same time, and um, and only one one point is I found out to meditate is going to clear my mind and to calm me down, to to bring me in a in a relaxed state and um, to, to look more clear at, at the things. And um, if that's result of spirituality, that's for, so business-wise, it's on the first step, it's enough. But what I found out in the second step is, oh, I didn't talk about spirituality in the business a lot, but uh, I, I don't know what it triggered I had um, some conversations this year with three people in a, in a very high position, business owners, really tough to the outside. And at some point, spirituality came, came up just, just, just between the lines. And, and I started digging deeper. And finally, we had hour long discussion about spirituality because I found out they are deeply spiritual, and they take their they take their um, a, a lot of of their passion from from spirituality, and even even from their from for them for their mindset, and uh, um, they live they live in the moment, and uh, spirituality is getting inspired them, or they get inspired from 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 their spirituality because. They trust. Sure, they sure. Trust the, they trust the process, and they trust to get the right idea and the right decision at the right time. So I would love to be that far down the road, um, because I, I don't trust myself yet, and I, I don't know how long I, it still will take. But um, it's it's still a still a journey on my side. But on the other hand side. I don't want to climb on the mountain very fast paced just to recognize, hey, I'm I'm on the top, but oh, accidentally it was the wrong mountain. I got you. I, I, I that's that's really deep because so many people I think like we were talking about earlier, so many people jump into different ventures and opportunities for the wrong reasons. I don't think they analyze they they analyze that they're wrong when they're too far deep in shit, I feel like. 
And I remember one of the things we talked about was, you know, you got to accept, you got to have this mentality and you got to be able to accept that when you're doing a startup, when you're an entrepreneur in business for yourself, right? That you're going to have setbacks, that you're going to fail at some point. And one of the things that I kind of took away from all that was the fact that, um, you know, you want to more or less, re- you want to really know your why, but you didn't actually think about spirituality very much like a while back until like very recently. Was there a like a really trying time in your life where perhaps like maybe you just fell flat on your face for your business or maybe personally things just weren't things weren't clicking. Maybe, you know, you were having some trouble, you know, struggling financially in your life where you really had to look deep inside yourself and really ask yourself tough questions. Like, you know, why am I here? You know, what's my purpose? How can I help other people and really give back to these entrepreneurs starting up? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, the, the whole spirituality in my life came and waved us. And um, indeed, um, it, it, it were the situations where I messed up with something. And um, to, to um, go deep inside me. And um, but the first time, the first time I was 23, and um, I had an experience. Um, I, I still try to 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 bring it into into the right into the right picture. It was I spoke with myself. So we, we've been out and uh, late in the evening with friends, and I wanted just just to grab another beer on the bar. And it was an, an older guy, so he was obviously somewhere between 40 and 50. And yeah, he grabbed my hand, smashed it on the bar table as a wall, and put his hand beside that. So the, the inner side up, and the lines were like the copy of each other. So if he would have put the, 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 the hands into into red sand and lift it up it it would probably look like one one egg and the other and uh, then he started talking to me about my strength my weaknesses what i'm what i'm going to hide from 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 public and so it was it was as scary as interesting and um, so i couldn't i couldn't resist i had to stay there and, and discuss and and this guy told me that he that he grew up next next to the house of my parents and i've never seen him before and never seen him again in my whole life so for me really it looks like it was me in a in a parallel dimension or whatever um so i i, I still can't really really get a clear picture what it was but um one thing it was combined with a warning about things which could happen. I was laughing about saying how never ever these things are going to happen. And um, um, so finally it happened five years later. And, uh, and all the, 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 the things this person told me um, were about his living conditions and everything around. 
and and I I've been waiting to to get in the in the age between forty and fifty. So where he where he guessed he he was in. If it was me, if if it could be me, and uh, and uh, um, but finally I, I found out it's some things are similar, but some are completely different. Sure. sure. Um, but but I, I really it, it was it was so so um, so not 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 scary, but um, so overwhelming. And uh, you felt very day, vulnerable too. Almost seems like just because like this guy like you were interested, and it feels like at some points you know you were scared because you know you probably never felt an experience like that before. But at the same time, you know you also felt vulnerable and willing. Yeah. to listen to what this guy would say and it, it really seemed like he changed your life for the better yeah if we if yeah Stephen, if if both of us are discussing and i'm starting telling you now about about how you're who you are and and uh if i'm telling you who you are in a, in a way that you deeply inside say well he's right um i, I haven't seen it that way well yeah but but if I'm honest, he's he's up to the point. Absolutely, I I, I, I never looked at that side uh, or that page. But yes, uh, that that's scary. Absolutely, but but fascinating at the same time. So that that was the first the first thing with spirituality, and um, then then it, it came back uh, in um, 2010 uh, for for the next time. Um, in uh, I need to say, 2007 was a, was a was a black year for me. Um, so one of my business partners uh, was was dying in an accident, and uh, he was a, like like a father figure for me. Um, so I, I couldn't bring my father into the business or discuss with my father about business, but with him I could. And um, and he was close to the 60s, and um, so double as old as I was. And it was was really really great business we did together, and so he was dying in an accident two months later, um, so, and now I'm missing the word in, in English, um, um, oh it's if you're if you're if you're getting um, on the, on if your friends get children, and you take take over responsibility right um, um, let me let me take the, <laughs> the translator uh, ah exactly so sorry missed the word I became the godfather of a, of a, of a little girl and wow. and two two months after the death of my of my of uh, my business partner and friend uh, the the father of this little girl was dying at an accident too. And um, and uh, that 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 hit me completely. And another two months later, another partner of me messed up with a with a huge project we had, and and due to uh, due to um, good uh, yeah he has he had a good good aim, but uh, he did completely wrong and messed up. With a with a two million funding we should get uh, from a VC, and he did it so well that we've been dead in the market because because our story was around, and we we've been we've been sold 
by a consultant into into the VC as a secret, as as top secret and and the, the best case coming up in these years because we developed something which is which is typically today for Android. So how to how to control the mobile phones from outside? But we, we've been we've been far too early, and uh, so he messed up with it with the two million uh, uh, investment. So and. I, I made an offer to, to my to my two partners to take over my 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 shares from the company and stepped out another two months later. So just for, for joining in the next startup in, in, in Paris this time. But uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't leave this year and it, it, these two persons mainly I, I had them always in my mind. And uh, in 2010 I spoke to 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 a lady about, and she was strongly strongly spiritual, and and we we were drinking something and and she started to describe these two persons, and I was 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 completely completely overwhelmed because she couldn't know them, it was it was completely impossible, and um, she 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 told me about them and how they are and. And finally, she said, "Well, they are they are here with us, and I kindly asked to to let them go." And um, so that, that that was my next experience, which was um, which was touching me deeply, because these these were two people. Um, yeah, I've seen them as as part of my family, and um, so it's like like a, a brother or or kind of father so good luck i'm still having my parents alive and uh, so i can't describe it i can't say well it's as if i would have lost the father because I, I can't compare it uh but it was a deep friend and uh, and like a brother and um that was that was so th the second time and and uh due to all the activities with with business um, i messed up with, with my first family and um, with with a second family, I was on the best way to do the same. And so, 2016, it was uh, the year of decision, and and then it was then it was too much for me. Um, and it was too much for me in um, in a way that I said, well, um, emotionally, I can't I, I can't survive anymore. And um, so then I turned to YouTube. I turned to to uh, all the channels, no matter if it's if it's Tony Robbins, if it's Mind Valley, uh, Judy Spienza, and our, our Mulligan brothers, uh, our team Fearless with John Asaroff, and and all these these topics, and I, and I started pushing all these in my head, and I extracted the audio the audio tracks from the videos. Uh, Downloading from YouTube, splitting the audio, and was hearing it all the time. So I'm I'm a lot on the road uh, in, in the sales business for for technology companies, and uh, so I had enough time. And so I was hearing this over and over and over again. And and yeah, I, I felt how it how it helped me. So on one hand side, uh, getting getting stable from from my mindset. On the other hand side, to to uh, get a clearer view, 
to start controlling my emotions, which was completely impossible for me up to then. And uh, it was it was always straight with the head through the wall. Um, right. It can be tough. It can be tough at times. And you know, you mentioned a lot there. You mentioned um, the the death of your business partner. You know, he was really someone that you can you know that you trusted wholeheartedly and you know, it was tough on you. And then you just, you had more of life just come at you. And it, it really got to the point where it seems like you just thought to yourself, I, I can't take this anymore. I can't take this shit anymore. And you just looked for, you know, people who were successful in the midst of um, really tough challenges in their life. Like, like Joe Dispenza. Um, I started listening to his story and his stuff on YouTube with London Real, and that's where I actually got to know more of Joe Dispenza, and he's a guy that really inspired me because here he is, this guy who's physically broken down from a car running him over, and literally, he just uses his mind. He trained his mind to become so powerful that he he overcame he was able to just get himself into you know a more capable fit, more compatible physical state and i feel like for you now where you are right now you're still growing but the fact that you were aware that hey i i need to change i need to do something you acknowledging there's a problem and then taking action on it i think that's something to really be admired and i i respect the hell out of that to be honest and like i said i just really wanted to thank you for sharing that with me because it's not it's not easy to you know go in depth like that would you say like between you know losing your business partner you know all the failures you had when you started 18 would you say that's really one of the main reasons why that you have such not not just like a almost like an unbreakable like motivation but you have such a clear purpose and that's what you really teach these startups when when you mentor all these people like just to tell them hey listen you know develop clear goals you know visualize the success but really just take time to think about like why you're doing what you're doing instead of how to do what you're doing or what you're doing like I, yeah I, I i didn't decide this consciously i didn't absolutely not and uh, I, i'm not at the goal of my of my of my journey and uh, i i don't get it managed all the time to control my emotions and um that's that's still i'm still struggling with, with that and uh, I would say I'm on half the way to to do so. Um, and um, I always have seen um, the, the weak points of me. And and just due to um, discussions I had in a, in, in a uh, project I, I've been working in for, for, for a Chinese company, uh, I stood together with the two, two young guys. Uh, it was like, like yesterday, we stood in the kitchen and one of them was Dutch, and the other was 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 uh, German, but with roots in Armenia and Turkey. And um, so, for the Dutch guy, the glass was always almost empty, 
and no no matter how dry the glass looked like for the for the other guy it was always promising and um right on and, and so so i started having a discussion with them so they that one of them has been about 10 years younger than me the other one so 15 20 years younger so really really a, a big difference in age and uh, or a different difference in age where it matters right. and um, and I started changing a lot of thoughts with them and, and I gave them some hints and and one of them came back and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, could, you, could we do that again, but uh, in a quiet environment? And I said, what and why and uh, what, what should show with you again? Yeah, 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 there, there was so, so much valuable information for me uh, on this point just turned me uh, um, at the point to understand, hey, I gained so much experience, um, I, I wouldn't have, have done if, if uh, I would have done everything right or I would have done different experiences, but definitely something which is of value and especially of value because the guy who came back um, thought about fu funding the company and, and starting his own business. And um, so step by step, I, I became aware how valuable this is. And um, you asked me about, uh, or you, you, you mentioned point, being aware about uh, the, the chance to fail. Um, so earlier I, I planned everything in detail with, with business cases, but in, in, in these times, um, you need to, to know exactly what you do. And, and why you do it, but as long as it's quite small, it can can be you, know, you can do your decisions intuitively, and uh, and just move forward if you have a clear picture where you want to go to, and um, it's not it's not always uh, the point having having this this clear case. Um, but I, I I just lost. Uh, I just lost the point uh, I wanted to to come come out with. Um, let me let me just uh, let me just chime in real quick because you mentioned that um, you mentioned like a half empty, half full kind of plan. When when you mentor these startups, right? Do you come up with these de these detailed business cases for them? First of all, and second of all, my question is, let's say the business case doesn't go exactly as planned. How do you, um, perhaps for entrepreneurs out there that are struggling with, you know, they're starting up their company, you know, this big idea, this vision of where they want to go with, with their brand. How do you, um, how do you tell people to adjust their strategy to become more successful? Yeah, got it, got it again. I uh, got it again. Thanks for wrapping up and uh, yes it's um, I, I started asking them a lot and, um, and uh, so we've, we found out um, that that uh, they are completely different views um, from 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 himself from the partner he was he was dealing with or he, he planned to do the business um, I, I just I just Started with, with stories and, and, and told about partnerships I had and, and how, it, how it turned from good to bad and the opposite way again. 
and um, and what's important, what isn't. And and later he came back and asked me about that, and and I just just said, well, ask them a couple of questions, just to find out what what is exactly about. Uh, I didn't name it with why, what, and how, but it was it was mainly uh, the the point. I just had the words, and and so so he came back and said, whoa, 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 I, I figured it out with them, and and hey, the there were new informations. I know them so long, but uh, with these questions, I, I, I got a lot of information out of it. And that was one thing. And the second thing is uh, um, just just to to test drive things. And I, I became a big fan of, of the business canvas. So just just have this one overview, which shows you exactly where you where you're going. And what's of value, what 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 is the goal? what you need uh, to do, what's your product, what's your value proposition, and, and all this on one page. Um, of course, you, you only can, can do that if, if the business is not too complex, if you don't go for production or something like that. Sure thing. And I would honestly, like, we, we could talk about this, like, further in, over, over a drink sometime because I really love to, you know, get an idea of, like, how you really think about business because you're – you're not just very analytical, but you like to put, you know, a very, how can I say, you put a very half full glass approach that even though you're realistic enough to realize that a strategy isn't working here, you're willing to see the positive side and say, you know what, with all the experience that I have at this point, right, with my failures, with my successes, I've learned enough to be able to adapt on the fly and be able to do that and that's that's a really good skill to have i would say honestly in my wholehearted opinion the the best teacher is experience for people like there's there's no substitute for that i feel people try to find the perfect like the magic pill almost and you know have have you been you said, I think, you know, you were, you had hands in what was it like 10 startups or, mm -hmm. or, or something like that. I mean, that, that's, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. 10, 10 startups. I mean, I'm assuming that not all of them were, were successful. Like, tell me, tell me some, you know, life lessons that you can apply not only to your personal life, but to entrepreneurs out there for their business. Like, what would you say are like your three main takeaways? for um from all the startups that you've done up to this point so on on, on one hand side uh, yeah sure um, um but there were all the sizes and and if i say i had my hands on 10 startups um it it means on uh, some of them i initiated myself uh, for some of them i've been just partner, a co-investor. Um, in some, I've been uh, an, an, an employee and one of the first employees. Uh, so so those are the, that's why they're different, completely different uh, uh, roles and, and experiences. Um, so the, the major thing is, for me right now, you, you need to know your, your value proposition and you need to know about the problems you're solving for your clients. 
that's 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 the the major and the central thing because if you don't solve issues for your clients or from the people you would like to gain money from so um you will always you will only have the chance to have long-term payments from from some people around if you take pain off them or you bring them advantages so you have you have to have a crystal clear picture about the advantage you're giving to them so that's 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 mainly the first and, and biggest point the the second thing is um to to focus and uh to really put your energy on on, on the points of bringing you forward not just being busy but uh, getting getting closer to your to your goals no matter how the rest is, is looking like and how promising it, it looks like um, so if you if you if you have to do a and have a little better position than yesterday or b just looking smarter you always need to to choose a that and, and, and sometimes it's hard to decide what's the right step at the right time and uh, the th third thing is always question yourself um, question yourself in respect to the company to your partners and uh, with your business towards your clients and, and and don't lose the connections neither to to your true self true uh, yourself um, nor to to your partners and, and to your clients that's, that's yeah that, that's the thing I would like, like to say about that that's top three that's that's great advice right there and that's that's a lot to absorb and take in right there I would have another question for you which is how how do people know when it's time to look for a partner to do say a joint venture how do how do people get to actually like seal the deal with a partner say and how do you know how to how to say how do you choose the right people for you do they just got to have your core values or do they look at your proposition, your value proposition, as you mentioned earlier, and they know it even better than you do and would be, would be willing to help you along the way? Like, do you, maybe from your personal experience, do you look for people that are smarter than you when you are willing, when you're ready to embark in a partnership so they can help you, like guide you and mentor you along the way? Or do you look for people that are more or less like your age and your core values and know your value proposition as well? Just give me some feedback on, on that and what you think about all that. Partnering is, um, can kind of so many, so many uh, shades. Um, you can have, you can have partners uh, on, on the business as as your your partner on on eye level, you can talk about partners as collaboration partners, very close. So, so, so there, there there are plenty of differences. But um, I I definitely earlier. So until mid thirties, I've been looking for people who are smarter than me, who are closer to to where I am wanted to be. But what I found out 
these people were so smart and so clever. They used my energy, leaving me back behind with nothing in my pockets, partly. And, and then I found out there, there were some people where I said, well, if I'm honestly and something I would never say to them and never tell them, and you should never talk to people or judge people. But um, I, I would say, have, have said in this in these age, so if I'm going 10 years back, Oh, they are a bit simple, just 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 very simple persons, but they have so clear values and and even even something I got from my wife, the best lessons you can learn from simple people right on and and that's 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 something something uh which 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 touched me and and uh, I got sensitive to that, and yes it's it's true you not always would like to to work with them or or to collaborate with them very close but the best lesson give really the the, the people which which you which you judge not to be as clever as you are but they have other values and and with these values they're able to beat you whenever they want on every place they want and uh, and um I don't. I don't go on the on the, on the search for partners. It's it, it happens alongside your conversation. There are people appearing again and again in your life, mm-hmm. and you find out, hey, you're, you're swinging on the on the same frequency, and you don't you can't explain, but you start talking with them extremely open. They tell they tell start telling you, uh, you all their their their, their issues. They they uh, they are struggling with you open up yourself but without being able to explain and, and these are mostly great persons to to dig deeper and to to find out hey is the why and the what maybe uh, quite similar and if the if the values are the same or or almost the same then then it's it's great for 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 partnership because um, if they're open and flexible to 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 learn things, what I what I found out is it's better to work with somebody who's completely similar to you, but you can can be extremely open, and you understand the other person whatever he or she is doing. Uh, it's better than having somebody to say, well, um, I'm, I'm strong at, at, at point A, but weak at B. And I'm, I'm searching for a person strong at B. Um, that's, that's, um, that's, that might be dangerous. Um, to, to fulfill these gaps and, and your weaknesses, so I'm always thinking in, in first, second, third row in, in, in terms of, of management, and so, so first, first row, first line, there, there's the leader and and, and the founder, the, the people on eye level. There are usually two to th- one, two, three people. So then is the second line. So um, and uh, the second line might be a great guy for finance, or if yourself a great guy for finance, then it's probably a great guy for for sales, and and so you 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 have these these circles around you 
And, and that's the way I think. And uh, so in the inner circle with you, extremely close, the people need to, need to be quite similar, but flexible. And as long as they are open and flexible, you can, you can talk, talk open about things which need to be done. And you can open, about, open discuss about things you need to learn and things you need to improve. That, that's getting different and, and difficult. If the, if the people are quite different to you, then it, it's yeah. going to become quite tricky discussing these topics with them. Yeah, it, it does seem like you can really kind of, you know, just go down a rabbit hole for, for a long time because like you can just pick apart, you know, each and every single situation and every little, you know, microcosm and, you know, little fly on the wall with respect to every startup and partner that you've worked with right there. I would say one of the takeaways I got from that was, you know, and you, you would rather have someone who's very similar to you and someone who's very open-minded and versatile in, um, in what they can do. But someone, you know, that you would be willing to trust and who can support you along the way. Would you say that um, at times that were that were really tough for you, Mike, in your particular situation in, in your journey? Would you say that, you know, you're grateful for having a family and being able to, you know, in the, when times got tough? for you and like days where, you know, you, you thought that you couldn't make it just being able to have, you know, inspirations like, you know, your wife, your kids and people really close to you to just kind of put things into perspective. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, my, my biggest source of inspiration is my little daughter. So she's, she's seven right now. And, um, so on one hand side, the, the princess on the other hand side, the beast, uh, but uh, yeah, she, she's the, the greatest source for me, for inspiration and even a big driver for me because I would like to uh, be on one hand side, yes, of course, the father figure, but as well uh, a kind of, of, of um, idol. So with the things I do, how I do and uh, about the values I'm having. Right on, right on. And how, how do you, how do you believe that, like, did your daughter, um, do you talk with, with her a lot about what you want to do? Cause I, f I feel like kids are just, you know, they're very smart, but it seems like kids are very smart when they're younger. And then the more they're exposed to like the world that we live in, it's kind of like they lose that creative fire. It seems like she just gives you almost like this never ending, like spark of inspiration for you. And just like the way, like you talk about your daughter, like you really care about her. And, you know, she just gives you like, even in the moments where, you know, you're, you know, maybe you, you know, you're just not, you're perhaps, you know, you're failing or life's kicking your ass or something like that, or, you know, a startup just really isn't working out for you. It's like, you know, you can, you know, you just have your daughter right there to give you some of that inspiration. And it's pretty powerful when it comes down to it. So, so um, let me, let me um, get to the point that yeah. people are, that, that, that the kids are really open and the more they learn, they, they let 
and um, they they um, yeah they they get get into their their own own world uh, again and uh, so I I think in the so-called modern world we're doing a lot of things wrong and it's too fast-paced and um, at school yes of course a lot of things need need to be learned but there is as well a lot of things we we just learn to probably get back to it and other things which are important in life we don't get we, we don't get taught and um and uh so if you compare people in the in the so-called modern world or highly developed countries and in the in the so-called third world countries um the poor people are more happy so they have their clear values um they 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 live um, synchronized with the family, synchronized with the nature around, and um, they don't get they they drive their life themselves. They they live their life. On our side, we get driven from outside, and we get we get if we if we if we are not very very conscious, we get lived. So so the society is is living our life and the rest is our unconscious mind who's setting us on autopilot and, and guiding through but yeah there is a kind of free, a free will we think we would have but almost we don't have and finally we are not that happy and uh, I try to to keep her curious curious about everything and how big the nonsense error is she's coming with um, I, I don't judge it and I appreciate for her always being open and so and I, I try to, to bring her closer for instance to the to the media part and everything um, I'm in and uh, just just playing games and and she's still so creative inventing funny games which are really strange from the perspective of an, of an adult but but I let her explain and, and uh, I made some real funny explanation videos uh, where she was explaining how the game is, why she developed it and and what's the purpose and how it's working. And so I, I just got her in, in a role explaining her business, so in, in, in brackets, explaining her product. So not business, the product she developed. And just it's 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 just we, we do everything in a kind of game and that's if 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 they can can keep the easiness and and stay curious that's that's everything i, I can support and um if she's staying curious and open then i got it and i've done it right that's that's amazing because i feel like you hit the nail right on the head where you know, in, in like the U.S. and, you know, first world countries, we allow society to dictate, you know, how we perceive happiness, how we perceive ourselves as being successful. Whereas you look at other countries that have nothing, you know, people in third world countries, you know, people who, who live in poverty and, you know, fear all the time, they find joy in a warm meal, a roof over their head. 
you know, a smile from, from a stranger being around family, being around good people. And it seems like you were around great people in your life that can help you, you know, instill those values in you at a young age, but also keep that going. So you can instill that with not only just, just your family and your kids, but also, um, those strong core values of, you know, being grateful for what you have, especially with um, the people who are doing startups with you, because I think it kind of ties back also to what we, uh, we talked about, you know, you got to almost accept the fact that at some point you're going to fail, but at the same time, you know, be grateful that, you know, you have an opportunity to be successful, even though you failed at the moment, you know, if you just keep going, you know, be grateful for the opportunity that if you just keep going, you have the chance to be successful. I think that's really powerful. Yeah. So two, 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 two points maybe on, on, on that. So, um, so the, the poor people, uh, as you described, they're, they're grateful for, for, for everything, for a warm meal, whatever. They're grateful almost for everything. So if they, if they stay up in the morning and they feel the ground, they're grateful. Um, so we have to learn how, how to be really grateful all the day to, to attract happiness. They don't need to do it. They do it naturally. And we forgot about all this and um, had, to, had to, uh, or have to, to learn it, how to visualize uh, the goals, how to, how to, to respect, how to, to be really grateful and all these these, these um, uh, formulas for, for gratitude, for meditation, for gratitude. We, we, we need to step back and so we're, we're too fast paced. And um, the, second, the second point was about the opportunity to fail. Yes, of course, um, but it's always um, the question, what do you expect? And, um, and I, I set a point for me that I'm going to help young people. Uh, I'm, I'm just helping them mainly to avoid the mistakes I did. And whatever, whatever is going to happen with, with the podcast, with my next steps I'm, I'm doing, um, I, I will succeed because, because this goal, I will, I will add whatever, whatever will happen, uh, this goal I will, I will reach because uh, with, with every with every person I'm, I'm helping that's it and I don't I don't um, I, I can't fail with that so the only point I can fail with is in a, in a later step commercializing some things but yeah that's yeah money comes money goes but um, that's something you can work on but if you if you're happy with the with with the result and if you if you see how people value your 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 help that's that's something really great that's uh, it's powerful but it's incredible because once people can start realizing that i think we just get so caught up in you know the money but we get so caught up in getting more money but it's like if you can't build a foundation of you know good values and build yourself a good environment where you can you know really grow and thrive with people you care about i feel like 
the more more money isn't going to solve you know, i feel kind of like you know I, I was talking with a good friend of mine the other day carlos and you know he said you know money is just a means for you to grow money money's just a resource it's just a tool to help you get rich money's not that like ultimate goal and okay. i feel like yeah and i feel like money like money is a manifestation of what you already are. You know, if you're a good person, you know, the more money you have, you're going to be able to do more good with it. But, you know, conversely, if you're bad, I feel like you're, you know, you're going to be even more miserable with even more money. Uh, yes. Yes. And, um, and, um, uh, a lot of people say, well, money is, is changing the, the, the character of a, of a person, so how the person is. And um, I had some deep conversations about that. And, and so finally, my opinion is money doesn't change a person. It, money just takes all the barriers away, all the obstacles for a person to be how the person wants to be and how the person really is. And and if you if you take away the obstacles, and and uh, all the all the the, the the barriers around, you can you can uh, put away with money. Then the person is really as as the person is. But the environment thinks, hey, the money changed the person. No, the person is is more itself as 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 the person ever has been, only because of. There are no no boundaries anymore around. Right on. That's like I said. You know, some people just they look at entrepreneurship very selfishly, and I think the fact that you know we agree that you know it's being selfless, but more than anything, being self aware of who you are as a person, I think really can help impact more people. You know, throughout throughout the world and you know especially you with your startups and whatnot the fact that you're mentoring people you know and you can share those core values with not only me but with those people that you are mentoring i think that they're really going to benefit from that in a positive way because that's something that once they're successful not only will they give back to you but on top of that they can start almost like a avalanche effect that really impacts a lot of other startups that are going to be coming down the road yeah. and, and um, so the, the the press and the media is always rom uh, romanticizing is it right yeah romanticizing uh, entrepreneurship and uh, I, I guess that's that's uh, fairly dangerous because people get a complete wrong picture and um, there was one one sentence from from Steve Jobs. Um, so you, you need to you need to be completely obsessed about what you're doing because every rational thinking person would stop it and would break down. And uh, because the business is so hard, and um, and uh, we we don't see that for for one unicorn uh, getting getting successful in in the Silicon Valley. 10,000 startups are failing. That's, that's about the ratio. Or even if they not fail, they don't get big. They, they just survive. And uh, after 10 years, they only survive 4% of the companies. 
who started and um, and um, if you, if you see how many people put their efforts in and have great ideas and don't succeed that's that's the big pity and um, something which I, I see a lot of things in a society critical but what I, what I see um, as, as one of the greatest things in the US you value experience and you value uh, everybody and respect everybody who's taking the risk and um, starting starting a business and uh, there is a big difference here so um oh you tried oh you failed okay oh, yeah that's hey he's the guy who failed um so on on your side they, they say well he he took the risk hey he did he didn't that great things and the idea was great but unfortunately then that happened and okay he failed but here, here the people are saying, well, he's the guy who failed. That's the stamp on it. He's the guy who failed, bomb. And, uh, and um, so one of the big things I'll, I wish for the future is that is the, the way of thinking in that way is, 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 is changing here in, in, in Europe. Yeah, it's, it's less in the UK, but uh, continental Europe is, is still very, very, very uh, strict with that and, and um, failure. Uh, failing, failing with a business is is uh, is a, a piece of black ink on on a white shirt. I hear you. I hear you. W- would you say that with with how difficult it is for entrepreneurship as it is, is there a lot of um, negativity in Germany? But not just in Germany, but in Europe, with respect to starting your own business and trying to make something out of yourself, like is that frowned upon in German culture? I'm I'm just curious about that because you know I was born and raised in the U.S. I'm I'm only 25 years old. I grew up in America, and one of the things that immigrants coming from other countries to ours is, you know, oh, this is the land of opportunity, right? You know, pursuit of happiness. But I just want to get your feedback with respect to that. Like, is starting your own business more or less frowned upon in Germany and, and in Europe? Or are are you similar to America in, in that respect? Uh, it's, it's, it's hard to decide for me because I, I never drove a business in the U.S., um, but what I, what I found out is, on one hand side, the the, the people um, respected more, and the, the regulation around is not so strict as it is in Europe, and especially in in Germany. So there is, I don't know, I don't don't know the numbers anymore. I guess sixty percent, so six zero, of the world's books and literature uh, about tax is written in German. And the reason is that uh, the German tax law is extremely complicated. And um, so it's, it's one of the countries with the, the most complex uh, tax systems. And um, that, that drives you mad if you're a small company. So if you're large, if you're Google or whatever international one, you can you can play around a bit. Um, of course, 
you can come up and say, well, Google paid one and a half billion right now as a penalty. Yes, but if they would have to pay taxes in Europe as European companies have to do, it would be 10 times as much. So that it, over, over the time, that's why it's all, it's all very, very low. So that's why the, the, the rules around tax system and, and how to handle uh, all the governmental and administration part, that's, that's far more relaxed if you're a small or mid-sized company uh, in the US than, than here in Germany. There were a lot of rules and um, depending on the, on the just just a sample. Depending on the, on the revenue you would like to, to do in the first years, they decide: Do you have to declare your taxes per month, per quarter, or, or annually? So just for the for the for the um, for the um, VAT. So all the or related to your employees, you have to do one uh, per month as, uh, in any way. But if the company had a great year, the, the authorities get back to you and um, telling you, hey, last year, you did a million. We're, we're guessing, we're guessing. You're, you're doing, you're doing 1.2 this year in minimum. So um, you have to pay every month the tax in advance. You, you, uh, so just just for for the VAT, afterwards we can correct it. But you have to, to pay that. But what if you go down and and suffer for a year? You had a great approach, two years, full speed, big growth, and then your your, your growth is stopping. You're getting through a valley, and these years, so the second, third, fourth year, they are dangerous for. For, for startups here, uh, especially for, for all the small ones. And there are plenty of small ones here here, here in, in, in Germany. But if I'm saying plenty of small ones, it's because um, there is a way to get, uh, to get some subsidies from the, from the state um, if, you're, if you're unemployed. And uh, I'm, I'm not talking about real business, they're just people being self-employed and uh, and offering the companies their 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 um, the power cheaper as if they would would be uh, in an employment contract and uh, in germany it's not the way uh, to uh, as it is in the us um, you get as an employee you're not you're not, not uh, protected they can fire you quite away and uh, and Germany, it's extremely protected. Okay. So getting rid getting rid of an employee that's that that's a mess here in, in in Germany. That's why a lot of startups have the issue: Do I employ the people? Yes or no? Can I do it? Can't I do it? Oh, that that's quite dangerous. Um, what what if it's the wrong person? So that leads to the situation here that you rather keep keep uh, a position open. Uh, even if you need the person urgently, instead of um, employing the wrong person, so that's 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 really really something which is which is on one hand side all the employees are crying, hey hey hey, we we love the protection, we don't want to get rid of it, but it slows down uh, the the um, the industry, 
and that it prevents you even as a small company uh, to to employ people quite quick because because uh, you have to you you are responsible for them and uh, and that's it and if you if you employ people which are self-employed and they only they only work um, on on your rules the state is getting back to you and say well you're going to save some 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 payments to the state you're saving some taxes um, that looks like an employment uh, situation just pay some extra taxes as if they would be employed. So that's, that's a real tricky situation. Yeah, um, that just seems very, very complicated. I mean, it's almost like the tax system, it, it wants, it hurts the small businesses so much. You either have to scale up and get big very quickly or you, yes. you, you can't live there. And that's, that's like, that's just so, that's such a, like a Debbie Downer almost like it, it just sucks the life out of you, especially if you know, you don't come, if you don't, like you said, come in with so much clarity and focus, especially for, I mean, that's any business, but I feel like especially in Germany where the tax system is just so like, as you just mentioned it, it's so overbearing on small businesses. It's like, if, if you are not focused 24, seven, 365 days a year, it can, with the snap of a finger, just, just be over. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you got to move somewhere else. Eh? And that's, that's absurd. And I could just see like how you're so focused and why, you know, when we first talked, you know, you really focused, you know, when you told me, Hey, I'm, I'm mentoring these startups and whatnot, you know, it wasn't just about, having all the numbers being crunched and having the perfect plan, but it's also, you know, really focusing on your core values and why are you doing what you're doing? Like what's, what's your purpose? What are you going to be doing outside of the business? How are you going to impact people? Yeah. You know, um, on the other hand side, um, even if I don't go deep in, in, in numbers of business cases with them, or, or not always. Um, so for me, it's the case. Um, I don't ask them for payment, and um, and I'm knowing my 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 uh, own borders. And if there is something sophisticated, uh, where I say, well, that's that's part for a specialist. I recommend them to talk to to some people, and I, I really recommend them as well, who I would like to talk to instead of them. Or, or, or if, if I would be them and, um, and, and tell them, hey, on this point here, I'm out because I'm, I, I can't help you with that. Um, either it's, it's the volume is too big, I can't handle it just, just uh, in, a, in an hour beside, it would be a full-time job or uh, it's really knowledge I don't have. I got you. You essentially, you just weaned them out right away at um at that point weed them out early so you can you know get the people who are super focused and committed to being successful right from the get-go yeah that's it's it's a hard truth but a lot of entrepreneurs out there they they come in it half-assed and half-heartedly and they they really don't have a 
in-depth understanding like you do of you know of business that way and and like i said you know i i really i've learned a lot about you i really thank you for coming on you know sharing your mission and you know helping these young startups you know really um get off the ground and and get going um but also you shared your story with me and you know some inspiration you know we talked about how you know how to choose a partner you know what's you know what are what what your core values are you know who are your big inspirations um and just the more than anything i think it's the mindset that we really got into and we you know we really hit mindset in every single thing we talked about because it's so important and like i said i just i just want to thank you for you know coming on and and sharing your time with me it's it really has been an honor but before we go just uh i got two questions for you so you have this podcast right in english and germany yeah english and german sorry um what's what's the name of this podcast i'm i'm kind of curious now for all the audience back home listening in you know maybe they like to really get some detailed insight yeah that's, more about it yeah <laughs> it's built your strength um built. yes yes uh uh it was a controversial a controversial discussion about um english or or german and a couple of people came back and said what hey are you kidding me uh talking to german entrepreneurs in english yeah but yes because it's 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 fairly easy um i'm not talking to kids and all all the the business here uh, we have we have meanwhile so many people uh from france from uk from everywhere in the world here and and if you look at the the interesting startups here around um there is no one team which is purely german and uh, that's one thing and the decision is is made to vary on the language for the podcast so if we're talking about mindset and these topics um so there are people like like Jody Spienza and on, on the mind weller people there their miles or light years ahead of us here in Germany. And I see the first people adapting and uh, consultants bring these thoughts in reflecting, reflecting uh, some, some, some knowledge from, from various people in the US. But if we get back to, to clear topics, which are regional, which are related to, to Germany, uh, it, it doesn't make sense to translate them to English, but so that, as per as per person I'm, I'm talking to, and as per topic, it will be sometimes English, sometimes German. Right on, right on. I, I like I said, I definitely am gonna be, am gonna be listening to your podcast because you know just the fact that you came on here and you gave me valuable time to really discuss you know, really about what your mission is, you know, your, your vision, your purpose, but also, you know, how you want to give back and, you know, times where, you know, you felt very vulnerable and even in the midst of, you know, some very trying times in your life personally, 
and the failures that you had, the fact that you've come out of it being so successful and so just positive about how you, how you look at everything. I think it, it's incredibly, incredibly inspiring. And I thank you for coming on. But uh, is there anything else, my friend, that you would like to talk about before we wrap up here? Um, no, I, I think that, that that was a lot for today. And uh, thanks a lot for inviting me. Uh, it was a pleasure uh, talking to you about all this stuff. And, and um, I, I'm really pleased um, to, to yeah, hear that, that, it, that, it, that you really think it's, it's, uh, it's adding value to, to a lot of people, uh, what, I'm, what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much for, for giving the chance talking to you. Absolutely, man. You, you are the door is always open for you to come on anytime you want to share what you're doing in your life, anything personally, anything business wise, you know, we could talk about this, you know, off air as well, but anytime you want to come on and just share your insight and advice that you have for the young upcoming entrepreneurs who are perhaps struggling and, you know, falling down, but you know, are almost, they feel like they're lost. You're always welcome to come on. Like I, there's an old saying, uh, small hinges open big doors and the doors like i said the door is always open for you so mr predator it has been a pleasure the family man father and founder of many inspirational startups not just in germany but all around the world this is steve zekas host of dominate the deal the sinatra suave signing off from another episode coming to you live from pennsylvania Mr. Predator is coming live from Germany and we are signing off on another episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Stay tuned for the next one. Take care. Thanks and bye-bye.